Other places this book will help you live in include and are not limited to the following. A friend or family member's garage, attic or basement, a large tool shed or shack, an abandoned house or other building, a tent in an urban area or in the wilderness. Once someone starts thinking outside of the box of a traditional house or apartment, and realizes the many ways they can retain a level of comfort without plumbing or even electricity, a world of possibilities opens up. The primary concern, then, becomes not getting caught, rather than concerning oneself with the fluff of how large or how nice the living space is. Keep in mind that there are tens of thousands of long-haul truck drivers who live in their semi-trucks and sleep on a tiny twin-size bed in the sleeper berth of the truck. Truckers have to get up, throw on their boots, get out of the truck, and walk across some pretty big parking lots just to go inside the truck stop store to use the restroom in the middle of the night. What exactly is the difference between living in a storage unit and a semi-truck? Not much. And to be perfectly honest, the ideal storage unit has a lot more space than the interior of a semi-truck tractor. Lease Requirements Getting a storage unit shouldn't be a problem so long as you don't have any evictions on your credit report. You'll need state-issued identification, proof of income, a security deposit, and the first month's rent. Many people fabricate proof of income in these situations. Being proficient in creating documents, such as bank statements, pay stubs, and the like, or knowing someone who can, comes in handy. You should have an address that you can use that you know won't result in rejected mail being stamped return to sender. Make sure you have a working phone number to give the person. You'll want to find out the most convenient way for you to pay. Hopefully, you can pay online. Be sure to set a monthly reminder on your cell phone's calendar to pay the storage unit rental fee. You always want to be on time with your payments. Never give management any reason to look in your direction. Why they don't want you living in a storage unit In an article I found on the internet, the following reasons for why self-storage business owners should prevent people from living in a storage unit were provided. Number 1. Storage units are not safe for human beings to live in. I find this particularly interesting. Keeping in mind the number of homeless people who die each year due to succumbing to the elements, or the filth of living on the street. According to the National Coalition for the Homeless, about 700 homeless people die each year from hypothermia alone. In an article published at Politico.com on March 23, 2016, the authors state, At least 212 homeless people, including seven infants under the age of one year, died in New York City from a variety of causes, including drug overdoses, heart failure, and exposure to the cold during the fiscal year that ended on June 30th, 2015, unquote. In a major city, on two separate occasions, 
a friend of mine found a dead homeless person right out in the open on a downtown sidewalk. It is much safer to live in a storage unit than it is to live in the woods or on the street. Depending upon the homeless shelter, living alone in a storage unit can be safer than a shelter as well. It's certainly safer than living in a tent city. The person who wrote the article covering why storage unit owners should prevent live-in renters states her concern for the occupants of the storage unit as item number one. But the reality is that it's a matter of damaging profits. I wonder if her opinion would change if she happened to find the lifeless body of someone she knows right on a downtown sidewalk. Clearly, the chief concern is loss of profits. But not to worry. This guide has been written to teach you how not to cause financial loss to the self-storage business.